listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. The theme song to The Sopranos plays in the key of life on my mental piano. Got a strange way of seeing life like I'm Stevie Wonder with bees under the do-rag. Intuition is dead even if my vision's impaired. Yeah, knowing I can go just switching the spare on a highway of life. Niggas is sharpening my sight. Oh, king senses ever since i was a teen on the benches every time someone like somebody like enos was mentioned i would turn green me being in the trenches him living adventurous not worried about expenditures i'm braving temperatures below zero no hero no father figure you gotta pardon a nigga but i'm starving my niggas and my weight loss in my figures starting to darken my heart about to get to my liver watching my niggas i'm trying to be calm but i'm gonna get richer through any means with that thing that malcolm palmed in the picture never read the quran or islamic scriptures the only psalms i read was on the arms of my niggas tattoos so i carry on like i'm non-religious clap whoever stand between sean and figures niggas say it's the dawn but i'm superstitious shit as dark as it's been nothing's going as you predicted hey welcome to the black guy who tells podcast your host rod and karen and happy the day after jay-z's birthday mm-hmm. <laughs> we took the yesterday off because uh it's jay-z's birthday it's just like you know what let's celebrate the uh trying to detoxify himself woke king okay he is trying okay it might have taken him 65 years but he's he working is on himself working on himself at his the, own pace the thing everybody claims they won't until they get it all you doing is running your own race okay don't look at the person next to you Mm-mm. you look at yourself and say let me be better than yesterday um come on now <laughs> that's something to live by the official weapon of the show is an unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme this podcast is sponsored is double sponsored actually sponsored by shadow dog productions maker of youtube comedy web series book crushers this week we went in on the private series and author john irving please be sure to comment that's especially useful to the algorithm i will have the link in the show notes as always click on it like it leave a comment all that stuff helps them out tremendously helps us out um also this podcast is brought to you by bevel that's right this episode is brought to you by bevel the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin okay i'm telling you this is the best shaving system i've ever used i'm never going back okay even when we weren't sponsored anymore i still kept bell i didn't go out and start purchasing other products i said i would never treat my face that way you ain't got to hit me but once okay <laughs> so for a limited time only they're trying to help you as well okay christmas this is a great gift to get for a loved one it really is they will love you for it trust me i've never had anyone say anything negative about me hooking them up with the bevel so Nobody. they're for a limited time only they're giving you 20 percent off all you got to do is go to get bevel.com slash tvgwt all lowercase and the promo will automatically be applied at uh, checkout. Go to getbevel.com slash tbgwt. All right. Let us get into the show. Um, let's see. What did I want to talk about first? Well, you know what? Actually, before we get into the show, show I wanted to say I've been watching some movies. Okay, guys. I hurt my hip playing basketball. So I haven't been able to play basketball as much. So I've been sitting around the house a lot watching movies, try to play some video games. Been cooking lunch cooking cooking lunch um uh, stuff like that um and i watch, but i did watch some movies the last couple of days i wanted to mention them 
i watched two biopics and a documentary uh in addition to like some of the screeners that i've gotten but we've done i've done reviews for those on uh our sport movie reviews uh chappaquiddick is on netflix it's uh, about ted kennedy and the night that he drove a car into a lake with another woman in it it was after his two brothers had been killed assassinated okay and people were looking at him like he was gonna run for president and it's the reason that uh he didn't run for president i think until like uh, might have been like 82 or something or 80 like he was he would have ran for president in like 72 or some shit but he ended up not running for president uh because um this big ass scandal and it was about like the hours after uh the hours right before she died and then the hours after um and his crisis of conscience and the attempts to cover it up and then ultimately his admission of like this is what happened you know and we'll never know the full story of everything that happened in the car and everything that happened with him but um it was just a tremendous scandal at the time um and just the way that he was like battling with his own cowardice and like not wanting to admit what happened at one point it was gonna blame it on her say she was driving in the car by herself uh didn't say he had he was in the car but he he got a concussion she was driving he got out but that's why he was in shock he didn't tell the police it was like all this stuff it was such a great like i I enjoyed the movie just on a historical level of like oh so that's what kind of happened with that shit i'm sure they embellished some parts but oh so good um and then i watched this movie called the Iceman. it's about uh bobby drake never showed up the x-men weren't in it it's about um this dude that was basically a mafia assassin he was a hitman and he's played by michael shannon who you know as uh general zod um in uh the the man of steel movie mm-hmm. uh he got them crazy eyes right so he played a good killer in this movie and basically uh it was about like all the killings he did in the mafia and how it all came down upon him and got more and more paranoid and how he got caught and locked up and i think eventually he's suspected to have killed over a hundred people wow but i think before he you know uh he ended up dying in prison they don't show that part but before he died in prison um there was like a lot of uh speculation that you know like he only they only confirmed like 30 something like kills or something police only confirmed a certain amount they thought maybe he had confessed to something he didn't do but yeah wow and this is probably before dna and stuff right uh yeah for the most part i mean i mean before they actually start like really testing and kind of using that he also was just like shooting motherfuckers and shit so it wasn't exactly like a dna situation for a lot of these crimes you know roll up on a motherfucking cap his ass (laughs) ain't too much dna gonna be on the scene yeah michael shannon plays a good ass crazy dangerous person and then the last one i saw is probably actually my favorite uh, i saw a documentary on netflix which is we're movie critics guys so we get trailer we get screeners mm-hmm. uh we get invited to screeners at theater sometimes and we show up five minutes late and we don't get to get in right. um 
but then there's other times where like we got to see if bill street could talk already we just can't mm-hmm. re- we can't release the review yet go see that movie y'all it was really good really good if it's in your area you should definitely go see it i, I can't imagine not oh, seeing it oh it's so beautiful especially if you're black mm-hmm. but um but uh we also get these movies sent to our home this year for some reason netflix has been sending us dvds of their screeners which i I mean netflix has really got money to burn like i didn't get digital i got digital links for most of my screeners this year especially for like magnolia which is like one of my favorite i look forward to magnolia films every year right yeah some of my favorite documentaries and they they sent these digital screeners which i don't like watching stuff on my laptop Mm -hmm. or tablet or whatever and watch them on my tv they don't have an app that goes for xbox one or anything so i'm just kind of ass out on watching those movies this year um because they went green meanwhile netflix is the opposite of green everybody has netflix and they sent they sent dvds to our house to watch um which is a complete waste of money amazon prime does it too but there's a better case to be made that there's less people that have amazon prime than netflix everybody's got access to netflix that's true and it's also one of things just about one of the things where they go we got so much shit everybody ain't gonna see all that shit so here's the stuff for you to see that we know that most people will probably end up bypassing because you know they got so much shit they can't guarantee even though you have access to it they can't guarantee everybody's gonna watch it i honestly just went and added it to my netflix queue smart but i'm saying that's how that's that's kind of how stupid it is that they sent those because all i did was just go add it to my netflix anyway so one of the ones they sent this year was um this documentary called seeing all red now if y'all remember a couple years ago i think i said it on the show but i was like i had an epiphany late to the game as as, you know as 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 a man would be of course a man of privilege but maybe i'm talking to other people that are late to the game or they haven't thought about it or it's been two years since i talked about it so they might not remember but i was like i had an epiphany on gloria allred and i was kind of ashamed of how i used to think about her and you know it kind of was the same epiphany i had with jesse jackson and al sharpton and stuff but that was much longer ago but you know where my whole life i've been like gloria alred's face pops up and it's next to some woman who's crying and you know this has been going for 30 something years 40 something years and to me it's like oh my god gloria alred's involved in this case well she's just a troublemaker she's just out for money she's like a, a ambulance chaser for 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 people accusing people of 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 uh sexual assault and crime uh like you know mistresses that want money from married men and things like this right and that's that's how i used to think about it when i was uh you know probably not even like three or four years ago and it just clicked one day where i was like oh wait a minute that's the same shit i learned about jesse jackson and al sharpton was that right they were troublemakers and people would roll their eyes like al sharpton's involved with this case i mean i thought maybe that clerk shot the dude in the face for no reason but now that he's that he's just a race baiter and he's just stirring up trouble and i remembered having that like well i'm like i know why white people feel that way but sometimes black people would feel that way a lot of times correct and i would go oh my god that's what happens decade upon decade upon decade of attacks on this man 
and eventually whether we want it to or not it seeps into the public consciousness that well maybe they're kind of right you know if they ever if anyone's ever wrong like if al sharpton's ever wrong about a case where he goes to advocate for somebody and we find out later that person lied it becomes a a a smear on his entire brand for the rest of his life and that's and that's a very real fucked up thing because if i'm advocating for 100 people maybe one of them will be not on the up and up but what about the 99 i was right about right people want to dismiss that and then people wonder why in certain situations al shopton is quote unquote slow to respond it's not that he's slow to respond people gotta investigate mm-hmm. yeah well not just that i mean he, like he's gotten burned once before and then people tried to basically come for his whole career behind that jesse jackson same thing people just rolling their eyes and you know all this uh, trying to discredit him at every turn nobody ever wonders what's the greater good here of them trying to discredit this dude because it's not like they discredit jesse jackson and then they they, they go but i want this person to replace them Mm-mm. no the people discrediting jesse jackson want jesse jackson and everybody like him to go away right stop bothering us about racism okay you're troublemakers well unfortunately to me i was i felt similarly about gloria Allred, where i would just be like oh what does she want i mean is there is there any case she won't take and all this shit and then like i said about two years ago i was like nah that doesn't sound right because what is more likely is that she's advocating for the rights of women that often uh do not have well the cases i know of right because you got to think about it i'm only seeing the publicized popular cases as with everything right like al sharpton has a whole fucking network of helping people but of course i only know about the ones that make the news right tons of them that don't. doesn't mean that's all he does right. you know whenever people say stuff like oh they're just chasing credit maybe they are maybe they aren't but do you know what they do on a day-to-day basis or are you just saying that under the assumption to dismiss them so um in this case you know i used to think uh popular athlete accused of i don't know being a deadbeat dad here comes Gloria outlet all right uh somebody's accused of grabbing somebody by the ass here comes Gloria already somebody's accused of uh lying to their mistress and saying i'm gonna marry you but did not marry her well here comes Gloria already and, and you know and i would just like add it up and then um one day like i said i was just like that doesn't make sense you're talking about very powerful rich men most of the time correct um and institutions that are the ones telling me that she ain't shit come on you know like uh comedians and oh glory i already like right wing tele like radio and tv show hosts like all the people were exasperated with her by this point but the main people driving that were a bunch of people i don't agree with on anything um and so that was my first thing and i was like man somebody should like write a book or documentary or something i was like, i love to just like be informed about her because i guarantee there's more to her than it than this mm-hmm. man if you are kind of curious like i was or maybe you just need a refresher and you've been woke and know all this shit and i'm late to the party which is fine uh, i don't claim to be ahead of anybody on this shit um that documentary is good like it goes through her like entire career what's the name of it seeing all red okay seeing all red and it's two l's a l l red um she is like she's like was a feminist 
like on the forefront of feminism when it comes to like law and shit to the point where like when she started doing certain stuff there was just nobody else doing it or there were so few people doing it that her name became the one that was synonymous with oh here's this this issue with women and women's causes let's like interview this let's let's get this lawyer on the case you know um and you know she was instrumental in like getting cosby's accusers a voice because when those cases started she took their cases they didn't have cases y'all remember statute of limitations ran out on almost all of them Mm -hmm. so she just was the one bringing it to the forefront advocating for these women who really didn't have much and then she turned it into a landmark case to get um the statute of limitations taken taken off of sexual assault like that was that was major you know and that started because she was just like i'm gonna advocate for these women i don't even have a plan yet you know and it does matter that there's a person out there that's taking on these cases um for women that essentially would be cast aside you know we're talking workplace discrimination um you know and some of the stuff was more like sensationalistic to people but it really mattered like it was a it was a matter of principle like there were restaurants back in the day because you gotta think when she started this it was a long time ago restaurants back in the day that would have like prices for men's meals but not women's because in in that case in these expensive restaurants it was to say basically a woman will not be paying for herself here only a man will and a woman will definitely not pay for a man's meal here only 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 a man will pay for a woman and she's like the implication is essentially you're gonna pay for this meal one way or another and uh like right come on like like ass right the assumption is women won't pay but they gonna be fucking you know with these type of men um you know she joined the friars club and when she was in the fry in the friars club there was a thing where they were trying to like the bathroom i mean the sauna was male men only and so she was like i'm gonna go in the sauna and i as a woman because it's stupid men and women should be able to go in the sauna and all the men of course did all the what if men are gonna be naked and you gonna see your dick and she was like i will go in there in a bathing suit i'm not gonna be naked you don't have to be naked in the sauna so i'll go in there and bathe the suit and sit in the sauna and she went in and she went in with a tape measure uh like like anybody trying to measure up some penises up in here okay oh everybody put their towels on it was fine and she was like and after that it became uh, uh you know gender new like you can just go in there it didn't matter what your gender was right. sitting in the sauna. um you know uh and shit was dumb yeah obviously stuff like workplace discrimination equal wages things like this that you know were kind of just issues at the time you just didn't touch and i mean it basically became about a lot of people in society shutting her shouting her down and shutting her down but she looked at it she was kind of ahead of the forefront on this so she was like any publicity for me and my causes is positive so even if i go to a, a tv show and the person talks down to me in front of an audience it still endears the people to me and at least gets my point out there like you're still the optics still benefit me you know because you're yelling at the woman rather than addressing her point correct um you know you don't even know why you don't like her you know um and so it was just it was just really good man to watch her like career to watch all these women she advocated from for and then it kind of has this like kind of somber ending 
because it kind of ends with like the election of trump and you gotta think man gloria Allred is probably one of those people that this you know this is one of the things about the whole like 53 percent thing and how it kind of became a placeholder for just all white women and you know it's it's kind of a little bit facetious when people do that because that woman dedicated her entire fucking life to the moment of hillary clinton becoming president type of thing like Mm -hmm. like that was a milestone for her as well to be like i never thought i'd see this day and she thought they were gonna win and they show her like watching the election results in her office with all her people and you see the heartbreak you know and because in addition to that she was also the person that was bringing a lot of these women who said that trump groped them and assaulted them she was the one representing those women right so now she's watching the fucking a sexual assaulter in chief you know take office and and it's just uh you know it's like this work i've been doing this you know like are we truly getting better what is this shit you know not to mention uh they talk about a little bit about her divorce which she still won't say too many details on what like what her husband did but she's just like he betrayed my trust and that's all she'll give you um she talks about her own sexual assault like um you know it's it's just amazing the only thing i feel like they really left out was that i think her daughter represented harvey weinstein for a little bit i would have loved to see the the discussion that that caused because i know she was like the fuck you doing and come on that happened you know um but yeah that's a that's a fucking great documentary so seeing all red if you get a chance check it out um i really enjoyed it i think um you know a lot of people that that listen to this show if you're into that kind of stuff documentaries and stuff it's a good good chance to educate yourself about somebody that you probably been told a lot of misleading or fucked up things about because i know i was you know so all right um now let's get into uh get into the show um what do i want to do first Do you want a phone with me? Do you want a phone with me? 
all right let's get into some lgbtq news around here guys not all of it's good as usual (laughs) so uh new pope woke pope same as the old pope come on pope francis came out and expressed worry over homosexuality in the priesthood that pressure yes they was like no no you too free no 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 we didn't let you for that yep yep apparently don't ask don't tell still applies to the catholic i mean does not apply to the catholic priesthood according to an interview with pope francis in the upcoming new book stating his worry about homosexuality in the priesthood he said gay priests should remain celibate or leave their post the pontiff expresses concerns in an interview with father fernando prado who's the book uh whose book the vocation is due out this week it's based on four hours of interviews with the pope a whole book on four hours wow who speaks about the challenges faced by members in today's society you know one of the things i think about a lot they don't um ever ask just about fornication like just i mean because technically all the priests supposed to be celibate they don't say priests shouldn't be having sex with anyone it's like the gay sex you know and then the, as far as the pedophile stuff they just don't even talk about it and not within that you know they just go it's bad you know if a person is gay and sees god and has goodwill who am i to judge he said in 2013 but in this more recent interview he implied that the church should not accept gay people into its ministries the question of homosexuality is a very serious one he told prado according to bbc news and wire reports in consecrated life and priestly life there's no room for this kind of affection for this reason the church urges that persons with this rooted tendency not be accepted in the ministry or consecrated life who am i to judge apparently the pope apparently so so much for woke pope new pope poke zero same pope same pope Pope. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. same pope zero cannabis pope nope yeah people i mean people gave him a lot of credit for platitudes but i'm like look man ultimately religious religion is a very conservative structure for the most part there are very few people that have the courage to to put it in their religion and say i am the face of this thing i'm the face of this organization i'm the face of my church or whatever and i'm gonna have a radical love for everybody not saying that these people don't exist obviously they exist um you know i i I know some but there's very few that are willing to like take the slings and arrows of that and there's and it's something as big as a catholic church you're will die and we'll never see a, a pope that is like that open to be like and it was so it was i didn't want to i didn't want to shit on people's like positivity or whatever but i felt the need at the time to be like yeah the stuff he's saying he keeps going up to a point he's not actually trying to change nothing oh no and people are basically taking his like i'm not gonna call him a slur as like progress he did it gays come back to the church it's like nah that's not what he's doing um the catholic league the catholic league defends the pope by the way and it says the gay subculture has done tremendous damage and must be purged the same culture that y'all cover up for the you know the same culture that allows molestation you know are y'all telling these parents and begging them to come back well here's the thing they're saying gay culture right Mm -hmm. gay subculture 
um that's not the same uh pedophiles are pedophiles gay people are not pedophiles like oh no 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 they're so, not so so the catholic culture is the one that scares me the church's culture is the one that moves people around that sexually assault people it's the one that covers up um crimes where there's multiple victims and shit like that mm-hmm. they're the one that's the culture to be afraid of the quote-unquote gay subculture is not the problem y'all enable pedophilia y'all enable sexual abuse y'all do that yes you do a culture of fucking secrecy and abuse and you know yeah well y'all fucking try to pay off people and shit like that and you try to make your 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 priest above the fucking law y'all do realize that this shit is against the law we're not talking about priests going to prison we're always talking about priests losing a position in the church or dying and then all the shit comes out yeah we're never talking about like why aren't these people in prison we're like why do y'all allow them to preach why aren't they in prison this ain't the nfl you know whether 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 a dude hits somebody in the mouth uh hits a woman in the face and then we get we go how many games did he get suspended that's not what this you should go to prison you should go to jail you know like the legal system doesn't even get to have like a recourse because the church intervenes uh you know on behalf of these priests which is you know even the nfl doesn't do that even the nfl doesn't run interference with the police for their fucking uh players and y'all do that like it's disgusting that you would look at anyone's culture let alone gay culture which a lot of the negativity in gay culture or the negative results in gay culture are directly results of the shame that you fucking imbue people with like it's spider-man pointing spider-man on this shit what are you talking about uh it's so yeah man that's that's really uh that's really fucked up and and honestly man the sad part to me is that the church essentially won because i remember when he first started saying shit that was a little too liberal to people too racy that the the church conservative figureheads are like oh he will get in line like we we not fitting to do this i don't know what's wrong with him and the catholic league advocated that homosexual priests be purged from the vatican after pope francis remarked in a forthcoming book that he's concerned about the lgbtq influence in the life of the church league president bill donahue agreed with the pontiff that the gay subculture in the catholic church has done tremendous damage it's time for homosexual priests who are more gay than they are priests to exit what does that even fucking mean what does that even mean i don't know how can you be more gay than you are priests? and aren't y'all the same people talking about we're losing money we don't have members right combining parishes and shit like that right okay that this even needs to be said and it does is the index of the problem donahue was responding to quotes printed the in the italian newspaper correr de la, de la sera uh ahead of the release of the strength of vocation a book of interviews with the pope francis throughout this week uh in the excerpts the argentinian leader referred to homosexuality as both fashionable in modern society and very a very serious issue um wow yeah therefore the church recommends that people with the kind of ingrained tendency should not be accepted into the ministry it's better for them to lead a ministry or to consecrate a life rather than to live a double life donahue called those comments a good start but urged the vatican to go further by removing gay men from the clergy so yeah man 
this is crazy this is people want to use religion for how is that okay um let's see what else happened uh oh wait i already read this go to another one uh just gotta wait for this article to load sorry it's moving slow Mm -hmm. uh indiana lgbtq students sue district for blocking gsa uh lgbtq students in indiana are fighting back at their administrator silence them from publicly organizing a gay straight alliance that's what gsa stands for okay according to a lawsuit filed late uh last week by american civil liberties union leo pride alliance the lgbtq student group of leo junior senior high school uh just uh outside of fort way indiana is suing the district which allegedly won't let the group call themselves a gay straight alliance or allow them to operate with other like other extracurriculars now it's funny gay straight alliance is exactly what it says it's like why can't we be together on these issues and that's the problem they don't want you together right this isn't just people want to have a fun club kit malone transgender education and advocacy coordinator from the aclu of indiana told into there is a real pressing need according to the complaint filed november 30th the district instead insisted that if the group wanted to create a bulletin board for lgbt history month it would have to perform community service or have its content approved in an alarming move the leo pride alliance's faculty advisor was forced to turn over a list of the clubs roughly 30 members to every teacher at the school which is not required of other groups and made some members so uncomfortable they began to leave the club which is the point right because you're gonna be fucking harassed just intimidate them not only is the club not allowed to refer to itself as a gsa but its members must not use the word gay gsa or lgbt plus or similar language in any announcements concerning the club unlike other clubs the leo pride alliance is not allowed to meet outside of a single classroom it cannot participate in school fundraisers leo pride alliance uh alleges that the district made the group call itself pride alliance with the pride standing not for lgbtq issues but professionalism respect integrity diligence and excellence that's not the same why are you doing this what is this fight for because they do they honestly act like if we do this then there will be no gay children no no one will ever be gay as long as we just act like it no 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 like just put my hands in my ears and like yeah it won't then there will be no gays right because the president has 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 put out the signal that this is the shit to do like literally he put out the signal across the country that this is acceptable nobody's gonna fight against you we don't care like literally that's what it is and so all these bigoted ass people that's only school boys and shit like that who before wouldn't say anything because they fear backlash i'm not gonna i don't have to fear anything now because it's okay um the suit hinges on the constitution's first amendment the equal protection clause and the equal access act which requires federally funded secondary schools to grant equal access to extracurricular activities this group aims to create an environment that provides social emotional and educational support to students under during the time that otherwise might be increasingly difficult for lgbtq students right in trump's america even black people need these spaces said jane henniger executive director of aclu of india in indiana in a statement the different the differential treatment aimed at leo pride alliance by administrators is unwarranted in 2015 the lgbtq school advocacy organization glsen found that students in indiana reported widespread hostility in schools in its national climate climate survey 
yeah and and, and indiana the 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 place that the vice president was over and he fucked around and and stds and aids and all that other bullshit came back yeah he's so anti-gay that he associates hiv with just i would you know being gay and decided to i think stop the 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 clean needle programs and ended up like bringing back a huge hiv epidemic um because you know those two those two things republicans see as moral failings being gay and drug use so he's like well if we don't incentivize them by giving them needles it's like well then you're sentencing people to death yeah and and he does not that's not how drugs work don't care yeah care. nobody goes well i guess i'll get clean there's no needles that's not how that's not what addiction is Mm-mm. uh 77 said they had been harassed or assaulted because of their sexual orientation and another 58 percent reported abuse because of their gender expression um so and of course east Allen's non-discriminatory non-discrimination policy does not include specific protections for lgbtq students of course it doesn't yeah they just want them to go away uh here's some positive news i saw this movie already it's called the favorite i reviewed it with uh, chris lambert uh the favorite could make history as the first lesbian themed film to win multiple oscars hmm. um yeah i saw it and um it's so like them women they was catty okay they had some real beef with people um with each other and they was they was they helped they they was going ham okay i mean it was funny it's dark um and it's weird because it's not promoted as a lesbian film Mm -hmm. at all that's why when you told me i was like what i like the way it showed you wouldn't have thought that like we've seen mad trailers for it and Mm -hmm. it's and it's like it's not like at least as of yet they haven't really put it in there and they probably might not yeah i don't know if that's like a thing if that because i I don't you know i don't know if people prefer that or if they want people to go and be surprised i guess it's up to people or if they think promoting it that way will somehow lose uh lose people going into the the theater i I have no idea but uh i loved it i loved it he had a big old lesbian love triangle thing going and it was great and the performances were great the i know they're gonna get nominated for them fucking costumes and all that set pieces um so i I can't wait to see what happens with this but yeah i i really did thoroughly enjoy that fucking movie so good luck i hope they do win um let's see um let's get out on a high note all right let's go to something else (laughs) could you keep on it's gonna go down yeah yeah that's all that's all um let's talk about some other news will i am remember him from the black eyed peas Mm -hmm. will i am uh got interviewed by rolling stone and said that hip-hop has become the lowest hanging fruit what does he mean uh he said what's the number one sport on the planet soccer because anyone could play it will responded when asked why hip-hop is the most popular genre right now problem with hip-hop is everybody could do it it doesn't take much fucking skill right now to make hip-hop it's become the lowest hanging fruit it's no longer about rockham level nas level not the deep metaphorical simile shit out of respect for the nas of the world let's not call it hip-hop let's say that that's rap but instrumental music is going to be the next biggest shit 
I have a question. Mm-hmm. Uh, wouldn't there bad rappers back then too? Like he act like everybody that rapped was all on these high levels. Nah, mm mm mm. Everybody rap wouldn't all that level. Mm-hmm. You have variations of levels, and the thing about um, hip hop, a lot people feel different ways about hip hop. A lot of black people feel ownership to hip hop, and they feel like when people come in to hip hop, they just feel threatened. Uh, for for various different reasons some justified some i don't think is justified and you know it's one of those things where you sound to me you sound like an old man this ain't my hip-hop okay and it's a new generation of hip-hop you don't got to like it but it's still considered hip-hop a lot of people don't like different very because you got your mumble raps you know your down south raps your west coast you like you people rap all types of ways in my mind it's all hip-hop like why does it have to be everybody got to be on this higher echelon in order for it to be considered real hip you ain't got to like it nobody said you had to like it nor love it but in my mind it's still hip-hop yeah um except i remember his hip-hop come on gonna do with all that junk all that junk inside your trunk i'ma get 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 you drunk get you love drunk off my hump 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 my lovely little lumps check it out i drive these brothers crazy i do it on the daily they treat i mean is that giving us the hardcore lyrical simile Nas shit is that that Rakim I mean these was bops now mm-hmm. I got a feeling like what's wrong with this like it's like you don't like your own music come on that boom boom pal Yo, I got that hit to beat the block. You can get that bass on below. I got that rock and roll, that future flow, that digital spit, next level visual shit. I got that boom boom How to beat bang? I like that boom boom pow. Them chickens jogging my style. They try to copy. Are you serious right now, dude? The Nas level, Rakim level. He continued by stating fans still want to hear more complex thought-provoking material with actual skill moving to the future. That's the only way to prove intelligence and taste. Demonstrating your artistry right now, we're competing human on human and eventually we'll be competing human on machine. The moment there's a fucking AI mumble rapper, it's inevitable, bro. All right, man. Well, good, good, good luck. I, I think this is also just old people shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. old people always try to be like back in my day and hip-hop is getting older and now we have elder statesmen uh and this is the shit that this is the shit that they, that motherfuckers say when they get old even romanticizing their own contribution i feel like if you believe that hip-hop is 
somehow become decimated with people that like style over substance beat over lyrics you there's no way you can feel a black eyed peas with one of the most highest selling groups in in the world were not instrumental in dumbing down what hip-hop is if you were a person inclined to believe that i'm not me either but i don't see how will i am can be exempt from it while also complaining about it like then it's you look at look in the mirror the phone the call is coming from inside the house correct yeah and it's one of those things i know a lot of people our age and older than us have a tendency to do that just admit it ain't your shit that's all Mm -hmm. you don't have to bash the young people and act like they shit is just shit because you can't groove with it or you don't understand it there's a lot of young people shit i don't understand but what i don't do is bash it because guess what when i was young it was some shit that i thought was flames and you know uh my my mom and all that was like that shit but you couldn't tell me that wasn't shit every generation goes through that just admit that you've outgrown it or admit you don't have the time to listen to unlimited music and you just stuck in a certain age of music and that's fine too but just admit it kevin hart called out for homophobic jokes at the being named 2019 oscars host oh uh at the months of speculation academy of motion picture arts and sciences confirmed december 5th that comedian kevin hart will be taking the job of hosting the oscars ain't that today yeah that's today but the oscars aren't today this is just when they announced it oh the gig will be Hart's first time hosting the Oscars, a massive step from the gigs, uh, hosting ceremonies like the BET Awards, MTV Music Awards, MTV Movie and TV Awards. However, Hart's hiring is being met with some backlash online from film writers and Oscar pundits. Eric Anderson, the founders of Awards Watch, took to social media shortly after Hart confirmed his hosting duty to call out the comedian for his controversial past the awards prognosticator wrote considering how many of the oscars biggest fans are women and gay men it's quite something for the academy to hire a guy who beat one wife cheated on another when he she was eight months pregnant and said one of his biggest fears is his son growing up and being gay oh i didn't know he beat what's happening here where i been yeah i never heard he beat somebody neither i also don't keep up with this nigga like that Mm -mm. hart publicly admitted in december 2017 to cheating on his wife and nico paris while she was pregnant earlier that year yeah i remember him the whole that's a strong woman thing she had to raise a child in her and have a child in his 2017 memoir i can't make this up hart admitted there were three times his marriage to his first wife tori hart where they became violent but it was hard controversial comments on homosexuality that are resurfacing resurfacing the most in the wake of his oscars host hosting being confirmed benjamin lee film writer and journalist for the guardian shared a polarizing bit from hart's 2010 comedy special seriously funny in which he joked about how he would react to his son growing up as a gay man one of my biggest fears is my son growing up and being gay hart said uh in, well that's probably not how he said it one of my biggest fears is my son growing up being gay uh, that's a fear keep in mind i'm not homophobic be happy do what you want to do but me as a heterosexual male if i can prevent my son from being gay i will leah company hearts quotes with the caption and the oscar for most homophobic host ever goes to in the same special heart performance skit where he looked back at times his son gave off homosexual tendencies to which Hart joked that he would yell at his son stop that's gay uh hard told rolling stone 2015 he would not make the same joke again and the quote had everything to do with his own insecurities than with him taking aim at the lgbtq community 
regardless the jokers remain a point of contention in hart's career the guardian film critic peter bradshaw even referenced it while debating whether or not hart was the right oscar host in the post called can kevin hart tiptoe through the oscars minefield uh as the observe as the others observed online hart was accused again of being homophobic after the release of his 2015 comedy get hard in which he starred opposite will ferrell at the time of the film's release hart fell and warrior brothers were criticized for numerous homophobic prison jokes in the movie given this year's oscars race it includes queer films like can you ever forgive me boy erased and movies about gay icons such as freddie mercury bohemian rhapsody and starring gay icons like lady gaga a star is born Hart being hired as host stands out even more um in a statement confirming his oscars hosting duty Hart wrote i will be sure to make this year's Oscars a special one i appreciate the academy for the opportunity now it's time to rise to the occasion um yeah i mean i don't watch his stand-up special so i wouldn't know no I, that's no offense so i did not know about these jokes Mm-mm. but i also did not really think that he was above these jokes i mean because he just has this very like i think a lot of times and i don't know what the best way to put this is but i'll just go ahead and say it but a lot of times like black men we have a bit of a, a past to be ignorant in ways that white men or white comedians have learned to navigate better than us um you know it's like Stephen a smith being the only one on espn coming out talking about some it's a you know a woman should know not to do blah 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 when ray rice is up it's not that those white dudes don't think the same thing they just have learned not to say that stupid shit on the air in that way because because they know it comes off and you're gonna get suspended and have to apologize and all that shit um i think a lot of black male comedians have some very bigoted shit in their acts now i'm not saying white dudes don't i think they do too they've just learned to navigate it a certain way they go they go well i just want to make that joke or if i'm gonna make that type of joke that becomes my whole persona i know that my lane is the offensive comedian who's against the anti-pc you know like that person becomes like a whole vibe black comedians feel like i can be a household name and still you know tracy morgan talking about stabbing his gay son in the chest as a stand-up yeah as a stand-up bit and you're working on 30 rock you know you can't make that joke tracy or you should know you can't make that joke but there's like this little bit of a bubble and i don't know like i said i don't have the right i don't know what the right words to call it would be but there's a little bit of a bubble around a lot of black men comics where we where they feel like i can do get away with saying some shit is homophobic because i'm black i can be transphobic i'm black i can be this because i'm black and it's like but you really can't you think you can but the but but honestly one you shouldn't but then two you actually really can like uh you you can get in trouble for the same shit and you black so you might not bounce back the same now i'm not saying kevin hart is gonna get canceled over this he's kevin hart you know but um i'm i'm surprised that uh his people or somebody hasn't gotten to him and been like you got to stop this shit because 2015 was only three years ago come on and you're doing the get hard movie and it's like somebody else could have done that movie you do 12 movies a year skip that one you do uncle drew let Lil rail do that and right you know call it a <laughs> call it a day um so yeah i'm not surprised that that stuff is resurfacing i although all that being said i doubt it'll have any effect mm, he's still gonna host and everybody gonna keep drugging yeah mm. um 
ground beef recall more than 12 million pounds of beef has been recalled among amid a salmonella outbreak mm-hmm. shout out to donald trump this was up for uh it's uh, on the ballot oh yep on the ballot because uh deregulating a lot of the uh food and drug administration shit they was about to have stuff to tell them hey where your water come from like make it an easier trail so you can trace this shit back mm-hmm. you know mm-mm, mm-mm, don't want to do none of that so more and more our food will be fucking making us sick a lot of more people are gonna be dying yep uh san jose billboard calls egg eaters bad feminist ruffle some feathers yep karen you're a bad feminist you're out here eating eggs ain't you i guess i am i guess i'm just gonna yoke it up then mm-hmm. a new peter billboard that went up in san jose last week claimed egg you just can't be feminist people are mad about the new billboard off the highway at 101 san jose that claims feminism and egg consumption are incompatible the messages are sitting well with vegans or feminists or vegan feminists <laughs> yeah it says uh face it you can't claim to be a feminist and still eat eggs eggs and dairy are a product of the abuse of females y'all y'all must forget that up i like eggs eggs are fucking delicious um yeah apparently um it's a ad featuring a blonde woman with an egg in the place of her face uh now it says what i just told y'all peter's not referring to the abuses of women workers in the agriculture and farming industries but the abuse of female animals it should be noted here that the widely accepted definition of feminism is the advocacy of women's rights on the basis of equality of the sexes though female can be used to describe the sex of animals women woman applies only to human a new video PETA released alongside the billboard claims that consuming eggs and dairy products exploit females' reproductive systems and therefore must be rejected by feminists. The video explains that dairy farmers keep their cows almost constantly pregnant by forcefully inseminating them before separating them from their calves and harvesting their milk. It also claims that hens are slaughtered when they can no longer produce eggs. In 2016, PETA espoused a similarly controversial message in a video that compared animal food production to rape. I, they're like tumblr over there like it's and i don't mean tumblr like the sexy kind of tumblr i mean tumblr like the motherfucking blogs that have seventy-five thousand words per piece and it's mm-hmm. about how rick and morty is actually the cis hetero normalization of white it's patriarchal shit. capitalist uh fascism or whatever and it's like I, I feel you but it's also a cartoon show and you kind of fucking missed the forest for the trees on this one this is how peter that it seemed like peter saw those posts and went we need to get those people to write our ads right and a lot of it has to do with they don't know how to market because the average person is like yeah treat the animals right like like most people aren't like fuck them animals most people are like yeah treat them right you know don't abuse them but people are like you you're not gonna stop me from eating beef you're not gonna stop me from eating pork you're not gonna stop me from eating eggs you know unless it's something that i want to do so you can you can give that bullshit up yeah i guess i'm a bad feminist scramble with cheese come on and i'm a real bad feminist because i i eat a chicken biscuit with an egg on top so i i'm i'm double bad Mm. you know that's exactly what they talking about (laughs) 
and that shit is fucking delicious yeah well i guess we'll see if those chickens come home to roost they don't realize don't nobody want them runny ass ads yeah i think they need to go back to the drawing board and try to hatch up some more ideas see this is what happens when you don't have good people around your stuff it don't go over easy <laughs> um speaking of peter uh peter also doesn't want people using anti-animal language anymore they tweeted it out they sick of this shit okay (laughs) they sick of this shit Mm -hmm. um yeah they apparently have a bone to pick raises they say are anti-animal i honestly feel like this is all because of the wokes and this is actually the the world we deserve because social media let people get so woke it actually became like impractical like they created they created entire like ways to have a theoretical gripe with some shit that just no one's ever gonna come across in real life or it's so fucking abnormal that we can't change the entire society because uh you know one person fucked up or whatever mm-hmm. and you end up with thread after thread and retweeting and th- shit gets more theoretical and more hypothetical um oh, stop at um to the point where you end up with people like peter paying attention and being like oh these people go viral for saying stupid shit let's go full stupid at the end of the day it's still an ad for peter right and, and it's dumb because and the thing about it is that there are people out there that are vegans there are people out there that eat right there are people that you know they don't eat animals animal byproducts them people don't bother nobody they just eat whatever they eat and keep it fucking trucking but when people think of peter they automatically think of those people and those people might not actually even support the shit that peter's doing right um yeah instead of this stop using anti-animal language instead of to kill two birds with one stone say feed two birds with one scone Mm-mm. what's the scone i don't know I'm okay english google it okay you telling me you telling me that another phrase and i'm like what the hell is that be the guinea pig instead of saying that say be the test tube no thank you be a dead horse instead say feed a fed horse bring home the bacon no say bring home the bagels take the butt by the horn take the bull by the horns say take the flower by the thorns what do they have against flowers this is bagels scone i don't know what's going on with these guys um just as it has become unacceptable to use racist homophobic or ableist language phrases that trivialize cruelty to animals will vanish as more people begin to appreciate animals for who they are and stop bringing home the bagels instead of the bacon uh, start bringing home the bagels instead of the bacon so of course people responded on twitter oh this is stupid 
it's a small unsweetened a lightly sweetened a biscuit light cake yep no thank you it ain't the same it ain't a rock people did respond to these tweets with raising awareness and teaching us new phrases that's killing two birds on one stone right there <laughs> so i'm supposed to grab a flower by the thorns what about my fingers what about the flowers feelings oh we should address the 800 pound gorilla in the room who is the perfect weight because we don't body shame here <laughs> that dog won't hunt that's a good one <laughs> pick your battles peter there's bigger fish to fry come on take the flowers by the thorn sounds like some blatant anti-plantism to me which is just more speciesism shame on you <laughs> i don't want to let the cat out the bag sounds too pig-headed ah! but want to address the elephant in the room there is more than one way to skin a cat <laughs> ah, that's good <laughs> oh my god what is wrong with those fools i guess you could lead a horse to water but you can't barbecue him and eat him in front of his family i mean is that a phrase is that one did i do one just now i don't know i, I, I don't know i don't know i get i guess uh uh one monkey don't stop no show i mean what is happening here yep can't put enough makeup on that pig <laughs> <laughs> to make it work um i i like that i did it the animals would be the ones offended like who are you offended on the behalf of like is it a cow somewhere like what did they just say don't have a cow well i'll have you know i've had several calves okay i've given birth several times and you don't see me complaining with your cow shaming um a study has revealed the actors in the worst review movies of the past 20 years a surprising number of oscar nominees made the cut i'm not that surprised mm-hmm um the reason i would say that is because typically when you do a oscar movie uh one they're not very lucrative yeah a lot of those movies don't actually make that much money huge misperception that somehow a movie winning an oscar means that movie made a lot of money <laughs> or was very popular neither has to be true a lot of times the critics rave about it and those are the people that are voting two after you win an oscar guess what you go do a cash grab or you do a passion project both of those things are fraught with terribleness there's a lot of terrible ass passion projects sitting on my fucking living room right now uh on my on my oscar bait uh little come on digital list that we be getting come on yeah not digital list i'm talking about the physical dvds some of those are bad movies um then you have the fact that you know you do these big blockbusters to get money capitalize on your oscar nomination and a lot of times those are bad movies mm-hmm. um so yeah whatever your access point if you watch a jessica album movie a pretty much uh, at pretty much any point in her career you've seen the chain of critical badness unprecedented in the modern era according to a new report album leads the rare hollywood list that nobody wants to be on actors in the worst review movies of the past 20 years yeah she was in that sin city spinoff which was not good didn't we see that yes yeah. we did it the reports were the report whose results are compiled by london-based seo firm verve search on behalf of british comparison research site go compare aims to offer statistical evidence of something we all sense there are some actors who just seem to turn out uh one bust after another 
reports saw alba average a metacritic score of 39 for movies she starred in during the preceding two decades that's only slightly better than a male performer with the worst reviewed uh movies of the modern era mike epps um, i can see that yeah uh the new york native and former comedian averages 38.3 score a numeric representation of what many people who watch resident evil extinction or the hangover part three both ep stars felt upon uh seeing those films yeah it's funny is he's not the star of either one of those movies but he's in them he narrowly edged out longtime character actor kevin polak uh uh who had 38.5 percent only five percent of the movie starring Els Polak and Alba were given overall positive reviews. You'd have a higher chance of going to an undersea dive, going on an undersea dive with James Cameron. Verve definitely, the <laughs> uh, Verve defined positive reviews as any movie that had a Metacritic score of at least sixty percent. You think these actors would have a hard time getting work making one badly reviewed movie after another? uh said verbs james barnes but this shows how hard it is for producers to find veteran actors and that critics aren't the end all be all the casting decisions yeah a lot of times not so funny they don't want to actually branch out it's to get new talent because it is a lot of fucking talented ass people that they probably bypass to get somebody that's quote unquote already named well my thing is there's a lot of movies made every year not everybody can be in all of them Mm-mm. and some people just don't say no to a lot of shit correct so it might be easier to cast one of these people because they're like yeah i'll do it yeah i bet you they probably pitch some of this shit to everybody and they know that most people are gonna be like i'm not doing that because let's keep it 100,000 percent swaggy um if mike else was replaced by kevin hart resident evil still is a bad movie correct so we can't really say like oh well the problem is it's like half the problem is that they're the ones who are willing to sign up for the risky projects Never now and then they hit most yeah. of the time they're not uh jessica bill finished second behind alba thanks to such non-smithsonian-esque work as the 18 i now pronounce you chuck and larry and powder blue um i don't think i've seen any of those yeah so there's a lot of a lot of bad ones uh josh Duhamel. yes i said it nick i said it robin williams and gerard butler my man gerard yes they also have been in some bad rom-coms mm-hmm. um so yep just is uh heather, heather graham Ryder mitchell kathy bates um so a lot of a lot of bad you never know who's in a bad movie till you watch it i guess right and you're naming a lot of white men white women well we are talking about hollywood karen right. I, let's not get carried away all right just be happy it's not all the black people okay to be honest this oh. is one list we don't want to be on <laughs> okay because i'm like i'm like no niggas on this list. can we really do some can we skip the representation matters for the list of the worst <laughs> people in hollywood is that okay everybody can we take this one off um all right let's see what else i want to talk about i guess we can um do a little bit uh let's move into something else you know it's the end of the week uh let's see do we have any fucking with black people i want to talk about um nothing that won't hold till next week i don't think okay it's all pretty terrible mm-hmm. um always to me yeah so all right 
let's uh do something more fun guys all right let's do some white people news it's been a while it's been about a week or so um i bring up oh wait no i can't do white people news yet oh sorry i gotta do take out the trash first jeff said he got some new headphones so the sound wasn't that bad so uh i I still will try to figure out how to turn it down on the fly Mm -hmm. but still um taking out the trash so we talk about all the trashy ass motherfuckers that are abusing their power um through hollywood and all other industries mostly men um and uh we try to get get them to chill the fuck out try to raise some awareness Les Moonves has had more details come out um and his case and it's bad uh Les Moonves is a dude that was over CBS and resigned after okay. more and more um accusations came out mm-hmm. a 59 page draft report produced by lawyers for CBS board CBS's board contains new details and allegations about Mr. Moonves the company's former, former chief executive Leslie Moonves, the former chairman and chief executive of CBS, reportedly lied to investigators about his behavior, according to a draft report by outside lawyers hired by CBS's board to look into sexual misconduct allegations against him. The 21,000 word draft, dated November 27th, is filled with new details about the conduct of Mr. Moonves and others at the company. Uh, lawyer spoke with him four times during the investigation a final version of the report is expected to be presented next week uh one investigators heard that cbs employee was they had a cbs employee on call to perform oral sex what right like that's some original scumbag scumbaggy ass shit it does not get much more scum or bag than that uh by the way am i frozen on anyone's screen karen i see you moving okay all right my for some reason my chrome is frozen right now okay and i have no say, idea you can refresh if you need to but i would have to close it all the way and come back um and that would take a couple minutes I, all right if i'm not frozen i'll just keep going and, and we'll see if maybe it unfreezes yeah, itself. can y'all see in the chat um so yeah um uh, according to the draft report a number of employees were aware of this and believe the woman was protected from discipline or termination as a result of it because they knew she was in there sucking dick now how fucked this is how fucked up patriarchy is they kept her on call to suck this dude's dick mm-hmm. people got jealous of her of course people that don't want to suck that dude's dick Mm-mm. for one two people that you know do other work at the company well like i'm not mad at him for having a woman that sucks his dick i'm mad at her because she'll never get fired yeah i'm gonna go ahead and close a refresh okay because um i can't see what's going on in the chat this way and i can't see if they if they responded to you or anything they said they could but yeah go ahead all right 
close this joint and come right back all right and unpause we are back um yeah back to this article though um yeah he vehemently denies having any non-consensual sexual relations yeah but if you kept her on call to have sex with you even if it was consensual you're at work dude uh Moonves is is in one of his multiple interviews did admit to receiving oral sex from the woman his subordinate although he describes it as consensual she's your subordinate right she my, reports to you sure my secretary sucks my dick but i mean it's consensual well, is it is it though it's consensual or i will, or I will fire her i mean that's all i so didn't beat her up job and the thing is you know it must but this is the story it's fucked up instead of going dog why is she here just to suck your dick it's why is we because it's easier to to blame her than to hold him accountable right and we never question the system of like why why would that be okay with anyone in the first place whether it was consensual or not and you know and like literally literally in the fucking sexual harassment training we all receive at every level of the company not even executives just like i said working fries at mcdonald's you get the sexual harassment video and it's like tit for tat you can't do that these people just think they're above the fucking law and ultimately they almost always are right move has received oral sex that appear transactional the report found that in addition to consensual relationships and affairs he received oral sex from at least four cbs employees under circumstances that sounded transactional and improper to the extent that there was no hint of any relationship romance or reciprocity the report said the lawyers weren't able to speak with any of those women but that such a pattern arguably constitutes willful malfeasance and a violation of the sexual harassment policy of course his wife still sticking with him though uh remember how people were so like it's so weird when she went signed off the air and she's like i am so and so moon vest and she never used her married name and i'm like why are y'all applauding that that's terrible that's the problem like now and y'all gonna turn it into you know this is the problem they expect women to turn out no nobody expected anything from her she could have signed off like she normally does and not said shit she knew what she was doing she was taking the side having the back of this abusive ass dude a board member knew about an alleged assault shortly before he joined cbs's board in 2007 the oscar-winning producer arnold coppelson uh was told about an alleged sexual assault by moonves dr ann peters told cbs lawyers that mr moonves assaulted her in 1999 according to the report she said she warned mr coppelson not to join the board citing the alleged assault she recalls Cobbleson responded that the incident had happened a long time ago and was trivial and in fact we all did that wow he felt comfortable enough to say that to her too so you know he probably did mr Cobbleson, who died in october became one of mr moonves staunchest supporters on the board as the me too movement gained momentum dr peters and a friend urged mr Cobbleson to publicly disclose the alleged 1999 assault lawyers report found that there is no evidence that Cobbleson, who we were unable to interview before he passed away told anyone on the cbs board about the incident of course not that'd be too much like right uh or that he spoke to moonves about it otherwise did anything with the information on the board mr coppison continued to defend mr moonves i don't care if 30 more women come forward and allege this kind of stuff less is our leader and it wouldn't change my opinion of him 
because you have no high opinion of women a, sec- a secret resignation le- property yep yep a secret resignation letter was drafted for moon vest um late in 2017 they knew about it gil swartz who's a head, long time head of communications uh knew about some of the sexual assaults that mr moonves had been accused of committing uh mr swartz learned about the episode involving dr peters in august shortly before it became public in a vanity fair article the report said that after discussing the matter with mr moonves mr Schwartz drafted a resignation letter for the chief executive but mr moonves didn't sign it mr swartz didn't tell the board the report said all these motherfuckers complicit everybody on the board all of them they really only made him go because it got so bad that he had to go but they wouldn't have done it on their own Mm -mm. uh so surviving r kelly is a tv like documentary series that is coming to a and e i believe in january and they're gonna talk with um uh, it's on lifetime i'm sorry not any lifetime and they're gonna be talking about with a lot of the women that have been victims survivors of r kelly's abuse they're gonna be talking to um a lot of prominent like feminist voices and social media voices uh the people who started hashtag mute r kelly uh me too founder Toronto burke like people like that so they were having a kind of premiere the first episode i believe with like some live interviews of some of the survivors of his violence and abuse and shit and um this is in new york and they had to evacuate after a gun threat was called into the venue mm-hmm. yeah people ain't shit it was held at new house madison square and featured special guests including me too founder tarana burke cultural critic jamila lemieux accuses of r kelly including kitty jones geronda pace lisa van allen asante mcgee and lizette martinez all were asked to leave the venue following the threat there was a call-in gun threat so as a precaution we evacuated the nypd did not immediately confirm they had anyone on the scene uh twitter uses tweeted images from the scene showing guests in formal wear standing on the sidewalk yeah people were saying the call came from a chicago area code all that shit um yeah I, I, I mean i don't know what he's trying to accomplish or what the fans of his whoever called it in are trying to accomplish because that fucking shit's coming to tv in january whether you like it or not come on what are you gonna do shit all the people that put the, the, all the network that ain't happening you know it's just sad that they want to do so much to like you'll do that kind of shit but you won't you won't put that kind of effort into protecting the victims uh you won't do that kind of effort into stopping this man performing like how come the gun threats always get called in to stuff like this but i mean i'm not wishing this but nobody calling in gun threats to r kelly appearances or concerts no they're not like it's fucked up bad people just get to do whatever the fuck they want to man like it's one of the reasons i had to stop worrying myself so much about you know trying to please everybody i know it's like a part of my personality to want to be liked and shit but i had to stop because i'm like there's too many people out here that are just legitimately bad fucking people they don't care about nobody they don't try to help nobody they're not nice about it they don't have empathy they don't try to understand nothing and you Mm -hmm. know what they doing cashing checks and being rich and living life like nothing matters right you got you a full ass sexual abuser serial sexual abuser everybody knows it you put it in your songs and shit and everybody's like yeah that's fine i'm going to the next concert so i like that song 
you know it's like what's the fucking point um names of 11 predator priest priest will be kept secret pennsylvania supreme court rules names of 11 priests cited in bombshell pennsylvania grand jury report on child sex abuse will be kept secret to protect their reputation said the state supreme court monday oh and this is one where they had like them 200 cases that came out uh the report released in mid-august after a two-year investigation identified credible records of more than a thousand children being oh. abused by 300 priests in six of the eight catholic dioceses in pennsylvania oh good god my number was too low i know it was a lot but damn the 11 priests were kept anonymous because they contested the allegations against them as false the supreme court decision said that identifying these priests would raise due process issues in our prior opinion authored by chief justice sailor we stressed that uh an individual's right to his or her personal reputation was regarded by the framers of our organic charter as fundamental individual human right uh what are the inherent rights of mankind the court decision reads the majority of disclosed crimes took place years ago and were covered up making it difficult to hold the perpetrators accountable since victims of sex child sex abuse in pennsylvania only have until their 50th birthday to file criminal charges until their 30th birthday to file civil charges after the grand law uh the grand jury was filed a few months ago um pennsylvania lawmakers proposed a bill to extend the statute of limitations on sexual abuse cases to allow victims more time to sue or bring criminal charges it passed the house in late september and waiting to vote from state senate committee okay um so yeah and almost every instance they found by the way was too old to be prosecuted of course uh fox and national geographic are investigating neil degrasse tyson following sexual misconduct allegations i mean we talked about this maybe a year or two ago i've read this woman's uh accusations against him it was from like a kind of a you know what i would call uh i don't know what the best way to call it It was it was a blog that was all over the place Mm -hmm. and it was by a woman that was like she had a lot of stuff going on and it was like i don't know how and i said at the time i don't know how much of this is true or not i feel like if she's telling the truth or if they're this is the kind of thing you put out there and if someone is as uh as blatant as this man was he did this to somebody else and if he did it to somebody else those people will come out too well it's not the exact same thing because that accusation was of a sexual assault and drugging of a woman um this is but two other women have said uh he has inappropriately touched them and one woman uh and then that one woman of course has a sexual assault allegation two women came forward with claims of inappropriate sexual advances in a story on in patios on thursday 2014 of the first accuser a former classmate of the grass tysons at the university of texas in austin accused him of rape in a blog post we've only just made aware of the recent allegations regarding neil degrasse tyson we take these matters very seriously and we are reviewing the recent reports fox and national geographic said in a statement producers of cosmos added in their own statement the credo and the heart of cosmos is to follow the evidence wherever it leads the producers of cosmos can do no less in this situation we are committed to a thorough investigation of this matter and to act accordingly as soon as it is concluded um the patio story published thursday uh 
caitlin allers a bucknell university physics and astronomy professor uh, accuses neil degrasse tyson of groping her at a 2009 meeting of the american Astro- astronomical society alice told patio she did not classify the experience as an assault but rather evidence of creepy behavior who are these people that fucking grope people what how do you ever feel that fucking comfortable with anyone to just like grope a stranger that's so fucking crazy to me people do that like we meet people for our show and shit all the time that's like a fucking nightmare of mine is mm-hmm. you know to ever even be accused of some shit like that because i you know barely want people to touch me but just in general it's just such a weird creepy fucked up thing to do to a person you know what i mean like if i'm gonna uh, give you a hug or put my arm around you take a picture i'm not also thinking to myself like and now the perfect time to grab some titties but apparently there's a lot of people out here that that you know do that kind of shit mm-hmm. or at least i've been accused of it but you know if you believe these people then they do it you know such a weird like I and also vice versa i've never met someone and been like man i hope they don't grab my dick too quick i mean i'm just trying to because most get a picture with them yeah, like most you know men don't have that fear most right. men aren't walking around going i'm doing nobody grab my ass today yeah but you know what i mean just in general men women whatever like i've never been like oh my god i can't believe i'm about to meet so-and-so hope they don't do something fucked up and inappropriate to me right you know it's such a weird fear to have to have but obviously it's founded you know because people are going through that shit i hope like i said i mean i hope the shit's not true but what do you do you know right i know for me as a more of a touchy-feely type of person i've actually a lot of times uh, in certain situations i tell people i'm a hugger would you like a hug you know because over the years i've realized some people just don't like to be touched and that's completely understandable and i don't want to make you feel uncomfortable by just kind of coming in on you and making you feel a certain way so i've gotten to the point that i'm more understanding a lot of times they put their hand out i put my hand out like i'm more under um standing to that and i have a tendency i used to didn't ask but now i ask just for the simple fact that i know now that a lot of people are like don't and then people are like that for various different you don't know why somebody's like that and i want to respect their 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 uh space right same and and you know it's weird because we meet people and they want to hug us sometimes and then i can always sometimes you can see people and they like looking they'll be looking like i'm scared to ask to hug you or whatever because i know they think i'm just like some type of like get the fuck off of me but i'm not i'm not i'm really not like that but it's still like i like i would rather have the awkward respect of like it's just okay and be like come on man get a hug it's no problem right and then to be like you know the opposite which is you know and and maybe it's a little bit different for like these comedians and shit and especially back in the day it's like andy dick hug me and grab my dick ha <laughs> ha it's like this is part of my gag I, you know i'm gonna grab a nipple real quick and they think that it's funny and shit um but i think the new tone that people are coming into and and not just tone but like people being able to voice their part of that experience of being like it actually wasn't funny when uh al franken grabbed my ass like it's it wasn't a joke to me you know even in 1995 it wasn't a joke right i think people are reacting to it harshly right because it's one of the things to where just like women's voices lgbtq voices black people voices 
there are a lot of voices out there that you just were not aware of a lot of people have always felt this way about not touching them they've always felt this way but they just did not make it known or they just didn't come out and say it but now they're to a point place where they have a voice now and you have to respect that voice but it's funny how when you're quote-unquote on the other side of the privilege side or you don't think that behavior quote-unquote harms anybody all of a sudden you got to make up excuses versus adjusting your behavior this is the demand you make on other people for your space and your um rights you know and it's it's quote unquote you go it's a simple hug but guess what it's more than a simple hug to them you don't know what kind of abuse they've been through you don't know why they feel like that you don't know what made them come to that conclusion you you just don't know so it's just best to always ask hey i be like hey i'm a hugger can i hug you you know how do you feel and i'd rather have that awkward moment of them go no i'd rather have a handshake fine i rather, like i i do not get offended by somebody telling me that and 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 to me it, it it even boils down to not to get off top but it even boils down to we talked about it before but pregnant women for some reason people think just because a woman is pregnant her belly just gives you the right to walk up on her and touch and fucking rub her like she's a fucking chia pet and it does not ask yeah i, I think it's also just that thing where if you're any kind of a good person you don't want to be thought of as the person that violated somebody in any way Correct. now i'm not saying it can't happen i think a lot of well-intentioned people that we're human we make mistakes it's a very high wire act these days because every mistake could be someone's medium fucking piece about you and shit and i'm not saying the 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 response is always proportional to the infraction i think right. we may have lost the plot on some of these like on the breadth of the response to a certain extent uh used to be a time where something was awkward and it didn't need to be like a life lesson it was just like hey 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 don't do that right Mm -hmm. um but that being said i also don't want to be thought of as that kind of person i think most people don't correct you don't want to be thought like uh for example um jay from t with queen and jay she does not like being referred to as a lady people you know you the 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 response most people have in uh life we've all been taught all this gendered language and so you just say ladies and gentlemen or what's going on ladies or whatever and but but if but if you don't want to be thought of not fondly and someone tells you this is my thing don't do it it's not about the principles the right and wrong well this is what it means to me i you know well I, you know i didn't mean it that way the end of the discussion is i just don't want to be the kind of person you think of and go oh that guy didn't give a fuck what i had to say or yeah, he did it anyway or whatever now it's already one thing when you make a mistake and that that sucks just you yeah, know because, like because it's, i do think there's something to be said about people making mistakes and how we can kind of come down on folks for making mistakes in a way that's almost makes it i don't know it makes it kind of it makes it almost worse like like you're now making it so it's like motherfuckers can't even be human but 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 i think in most cases it's not that Mm -mm. in most cases it's people coming down on folks because they just don't give a fuck you know and i think that's the part that i don't understand is why don't you want to just give a fuck just so that this person won't think of you in a negative way like they don't have to roll their eyes every time your name comes up because it's like this motherfucker oh he you know they misgendered me or they uh fucking came in and fucking like hugged me and they, and i'm not a hug person or they put their hand on my shoulder and, just, and it felt creepy like 
why be that per- i mean it sucks that you know that's such a language of life with the physicality and shit but it's also one of those things where if you're just a little mindful of it, you might save yourself a lot of heartache that being said i that doesn't sound like what he's being accused of anyway like on a level of mistake it sounds like this nigga groped somebody so that's just fucked up and creepy um another person said uh uh yeah Aller said my experience with him is not someone who has great respect for female bodily autonomy you can tell she is a physical astronomy professor okay she is Come on. she just she said it, it was shady but but like also like very scientifically accurate another accuser a former assistant of degrass tyson named ashley watson said that the astrophysicist attempted to persuade her into having sexual intercourse with him made inappropriate comments and kept a list of what he deemed overweight actresses on his phone watson claimed that she quit the job due to his advances i i don't know why people can't get across if someone works for you you really can't be propositioning them Mm-mm. that seems like a very very simple that, that, that like the power I, dynamic yeah. people act like that shit don't matter it does right men continue to act like confused about this one this is probably the easiest one Tavis smiley got in trouble for it. you can't be approaching people that can't say no to you without it being a problem come on you simply can't and you should not want to you know it should it should fucking scare you as a person that has a job and wants to keep it that you would fraternize with someone that is not on your level at your job like find another place to do it you just don't have to holler at people at your job it just you know quit the job then like like barack obama when him him and michelle obama when she was like you know you can't be um dating people that work together he said that's fine i will find another job like like he's like that's cool i'm barack obama i'm horrible don't i'll be fine don't worry about me i got skills yeah but if someone works directly for you it just seemed like that should be an obvious no-go all right yeah so um also um his first accuser to uh to met uh claiming in 2014 blog post and subsequent patheos interview that while she was studying at the university of texas at austin in the galactic astronomy program with degrass tyson he drugged and raped her so you got that still hanging out there too and so they're investigating we'll see what happens um from it i don't know what his reputation is as a feminist and all that type of stuff either so i don't know what it'll do um yeah i don't hang in those know, circles I what, don't how know. that works right, yeah so um let's see uh let's go ahead and get into some lighter news let's uh, do it do some white people news guys okay. uh let me share my screen so you guys can see the song okay because i know this is everybody's favorite part of it <laughs> um, see which which song we're gonna play uh you know in honor of jay-z's birthday yesterday let's, let's do a jay-z white people acoustic cover of one of his songs uh oh um let this load and take it off the uh mute here all right um and of course don't forget we got to cover uh that child's man and then we'll do white people news we'll get into it mm-hmm. all right and, and while that's going mm-hmm. um white people news is sponsored by bevel get bevel.com slash tbgwt for all your bevel products out there in the world 
we know that uh some of y'all women are looking at y'all men and y'all boyfriends and y'all significant others and males in your lives like ooh, i don't like the way yo these bumps on your face look get them the gift at getbibble.com slash getbibble.com with dash tbg no just slash tbgwt all lowercase okay okay i'm proud of myself i remember yes yeah you went rogue on me over here um sorry i didn't want to forget i'm not gonna forget but yeah get get your bevel um shave system or trimmer or get get bevel.com uh the trimmer is a gq award winner and barber go-to product and you can now hold one yourself or purchase one for a friend experience four plus hours of cordless grooming the finest of grooms uh easy gap adjustment and next level lineups each clipper includes a blade blade oil microfiber bag brush and charger get bevel.com slash tbg wt all right let's go ahead and get into white people news um what's my music there we go if you having girl problems i feel bad for you son i got 99 problems but a bitch ain't one I got 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. I got 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. And if you having girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. I got 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. I got the rap patrol on the gap patrol. Fools who wanna make sure my casket's closed. Rap critics that say he's money cash hoes. From the hood, stupid. What type of facts are those? If you grew up with holes in your zap patrol, you celebrate the minute you was having dough. I'm like, fuck critics, you can kiss my whole asshole you don't like my lyrics you can press fast forward got beef with radio cause they don't play their show they don't play my hits i don't give a shit so red max trying to use my black ass advertising can give them more cash for ass fuckers yeah i don't know what you take me as I understand the intelligence that jay-z has rags to riches now i ain't dumb i got 99 problems but a bitch ain't one Got 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. If you having girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. I got 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. I got 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. I got 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. The year's 94. My trunk is wrong In the rear view mirror I see the motherfucking law two choices, y'all Pull over the car Or bounce on the devil Put the pedal to the floor Nah, but I ain't tryna have no highway chase Cause I got a few dollars I can fight the case So I pull over to the side of the road I heard song Do you know what I'm stopping you for? Cause I'm young and I'm black And my hat's real low Do I look like a mind reader, sir? I don't know So am I under Shit, I guess I'm all You was doing 55 and a 54 License and registration Step out of the car You carrying a weapon on you I know a lot of you are I ain't stepping out of shit All my papers are legit Do you mind if I look around the car a little bit My glove compartment's packed And so is the trunk in the back So I know my rights So you gon' need a warrant for that Well aren't you sharp as a tech You some type of lawyer or something Somebody important 
Thank you, uh, Tay Watts. I give him a thumbs up. Good job, buddy. A little chorus going on at the end. Mm-hmm. 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. It's on the same damn song. <laughs> I like it when they do it that way, actually. Then when they just try to do the regular way it is. Uh oh, I don't have any Trump news. All right, that'll work. Let's get yeah. into white people news. Because we covered all the shit the other day because we let it pile up. I really don't. I feel like shit happened and I just either put it in the wrong place or didn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. I don't. Know. I did see uh when he went to George Bush funeral and uh the shade where Hillary ain't even look his direction and Bill ain't shake his hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that could have been our president. Fuck y'all. Come on. That could have been our president. We deserve that that energy. Come on. He sat down in the whole at the whole line chain. Everybody was having a good time. He sat down. Everybody was like, yeah, this nigga. Go. He hit her with that. Uh, she hit him with the like, nigga. Don't you look your ass over here. Come on. And she did a head nod at Melania. She said, she just head nodded mm-hmm. at her like, I see you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Melania waved. She was like, bitch. Michelle was looking like, girl if you don't put your hand down sit your ass down come on i want to see this mess uh i'm over here sucking on this candy george bush gave me and here you come right and i i, I had to cancel two shows for this All right i'm supposed to be selling books today come on jessica simpson fires back at natalie portman for criticizing teen bikini shoot oh who tells a teen bikini jessica simpson on wednesday who is a teen bikini what? i don't know if it's a group or something or is it a teen bikini shoot oh, like a photo shoot okay i'm with you yes now. i thought it was yes. like a group or club or something you know i don't know mm. white people slang i was figured out over here all right all right uh i have made it my practice to not shame other women for their choices former pop the former pop star wrote to portman on social media in this era of time's up and all the great work you have done for women i encourage you to do the same Woo! Woo, that's spicy for uh some uh for some white women okay Come on like that is not the typical uh that's not the typical uh mm, heating up that antics. Pump, heating up that pumpkin spice tea she mm. <laughs> and there is such thing and it's delicious yep she is uh getting all the uh pumpkin pie uh <laughs> all over the place okay she's spilling all the pumpkin spice all the jasmine tea because you know she ain't gonna have no sweet tea mm-hmm um and i don't blame her to be honest okay um jessica simpson on wednesday responded to natalie portman's unfavorable comments about the former pop star posing in a bikini during her rise of fame at natalie portman 
uh i was disappointed this morning when i read that i confused you by wearing a bikini and a published photo taken um, of me when i was still a virgin in 1999 simpson began in a post share on twitter and instagram as public figures we both know our image is not totally in control at all times and the industry we work in often tries to define us and box us in that is true it do national security wait what if there is Shut up, article. a crime that's been committed <laughs> the irresistible singer continue however i was taught to be myself and honor the very different ways all women express themselves which is why i believe then and believe now that being sexy in a bikini and being proud of my body are not synonymous with having sex simpson went on to say she has always embraced being a role model to all women to let them know that they can look however they want wear whatever they want and have sex or not have sex with whomever they want she added the power lies within us as individuals simpson then told portman that she was made she has made it my practice to not shame other women for their choices the jessica simpson collection founder also called out portman's comments and how they don't seem to align with the oscar winning actresses vocal supporter the me too movement and times up movements simpson concluded in this era of times up and all the great work you have done for women i encourage you to do the same mm-hmm. simpson was referring to remarks made in port cheese has been thrown across the table mm-hmm simpson was referring to remark the fondue has been turned spilled the fondue is all over the place come on spilling the cheese simpson was referred to referring to remarks that made Portman's tuesday interview with usa today while promoting her new music drama vox lux i'm sure i pronounced that wrong portman who plays a madonna inspired pop star in the film shared her thoughts on the virgin vixen paradigm which was archetypal of young female artists as the turn of the new at the turn of the new millennium i remember being a teenager and there was jessica simpson on the cover of a magazine saying i'm a virgin while wearing a bikini she said of the singer who famously made a pact with her preacher dad joe simpson to save herself from marriage with her now ex-husband nick lachey portman added and i was confused like i don't know what this is trying to tell me as a woman or as a girl uh portman later responded to simpson in the instagram comment at jessica simpson thank you for your words i completely agree with you that a woman should be allowed to dress however she likes and not be judged i only meant to say i was confused as a girl coming of age in the public eye around the same time by the media's mixed messages about how girls and women were supposed to behave added portman i didn't mean to shame you and i'm sorry for any hurt words i may have called hurt my words may have caused i have nothing but respect for your talent and your voice that you use to encourage and empower women all over the globe you know what that's actually a nice ending to that yeah that's actually very mature she didn't double down to nothing they hurt each other and i think if we're being a hundred percent fair i think jessica may have taken those comments personal because she was used as an example but natalie portman was talking about her mentality as a kid and she was essentially not shaming jessica but talking about the what is the mass media doing to girls minds at that age it wasn't because jessica simpson did this it was what is the message the magazine is sending me with them talking about her being a virgin but also uh, on a on the on the t- cover in a bikini what are they like what do they want me to think 
i i'm selling sex while not selling sex you have to be a virgin but you have to also make me want to fuck you right you know a lot of women did those like attacks of media on their psyche and it damages women for years it fucks you up it's some grown-ass women is still dealing with that mm-hmm. i know a few chloe moretz exclusive star shares a long kiss with playboy model kate harrison months after Be- brooklyn beckham split are they split uh she dated brooklyn beckham on and off for four years before finally calling it quits in march now seems chloe moretz is in a new romance after the 21 year old enjoyed a long clinch with playboy model kate harrison 27 the two were photographed leaving the trendy malibu branch of soho house following a dinner date at the nearby celebrity hotspot nobu having apparently rented a home nearby Oh, that's a he got hemmed up on a tree. What's happening here? Got oh, her hemmed she. up. She's. Oh, my bad, my bad. Two she's, my bad. Chloe, Chloe Grace Moretz, you might know her as Hit Girl. Ah. Uh, kick ass franchise. There's a lot of pictures of them making out. They, they must have went at it for a minute. They having a good time. Yeah. Um, is that the whole article? Uh, once tucked away behind a picket fence, the pair engaged in a makeout session that lasted for 30 minutes. Mm, okay now i'm gonna be honest and i'm not trying to be shady i wonder if this is just to be in the blogs and the papers mm-hmm. 30 minutes is a long make out session with the cameras on you so somebody sat there for 30 minutes probably yeah that's what i'm saying yeah they but they also made out in 30 minutes for 30 minutes okay, straight yeah i see what saying, like everybody. that was the whole purpose so right? you know i'm they not going nowhere some right? of the stuff that people do to make some of these blogs it's also to help the celebrity you know it's not mm-hmm. always just uh like the, they invaded my private life like mm-hmm. sometimes it's like i need to get my name back out there somebody call him and let him know this is where i'm gonna be yeah i wonder chloe wore a warm black woolen coat on a cold december night with black trousers and a black top underneath she wore her blonde hair loose over her shoulders uh then there's this picture of the woman being a playboy model um meanwhile the model kate wore blue denim jeans and a white top under a red leather coat her brown hair tied back one of them pictures look like how tumblr going to edit their porn that's what instagram does already oh okay so she edited out the nipples on that kate is the daughter of actor gregory harrison and randy oaks and is and is a model signed to multiple agencies around the world the five foot ten star has forty five thousand followers on uh, for her frequent bikini shots on instagram only forty five thousand i feel like she well it's gonna be a lot higher now mm-hmm. with chloe among them followers oh yeah i mean chloe chloe uh slid into some dms on some direct shit too it seems mm-hmm. last year she featured in a girl on girl photo shoot with my fellow model emily lebeau for playboy which billed them as newcomers the pictures shot at a hollywood home showed the naked pair writhing in bed the former romantic partners include nick her former romantic partners include nick simmons the reality star son of musician gene simmons who she dated back in 2013 um all right well look man the spectrum is the spectrum they out here getting it okay they're just trying to get it how they live come on um they do look happy together don't they though but you know what's funny is chloe looks like uh like like every hollywood dude that gets draped over one of these like playboy chicks like they just start dating you know it's like leonardo DiCaprio just doesn't date them but playboy models now That's it. you know like i wonder if she's just making that move or she like listen uh this isn't the new me all right i'm 
i getting older they staying the same age this is my new move i don't know i ain't mad at her as for the former child star chloe who she has been single since she ended her long-term on again off again romance with 19 year old brooklyn the eldest son of david the eldest oh son of david and victoria beckham uh following their split he was photographed kissing kissing playboy model lexi wood in august yo playboy models get a lot of play in the hollywood scene mm-hmm. uh, like victoria's secret and playboy i guess that's where it is i feel so bad because you know we don't have an equivalent for black models like we do not it's never like black tail model was seen mm-hmm. dating <laughs> michael b jordan you know whatever come on in an interview given i would love something like that i'm not even gonna lie equal equality you know well, this is like the maybe rap video vixens but we don't really have them anymore mm-hmm. not like we used to not get, like we used to it's instagram thoughts that's what it is now that's instagram. right instagram that's where they moved to yeah. they were like why why am i why am i wasting energy doing videos when i can basically go directly to my market right the instagram model that's 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 the black version of this mm-hmm. in an interview given after the split she admitted she often questioned why she f- f- felt like she couldn't do all the things that my friends are doing with their relationships including kissing on the streets so i guess she decided now I'll be kissing the streets talking to netta porter's digital magazine porter 80 she divulged the problem with me is that i'm fairly rebellious in the sense that if people tell me not to do something i'll, I'll be like i'm gonna do it the screen star the screen star continued i was like why can't i kiss on the street and do all the things that my friends are doing and you can you can do whatever you want then but then i come home and be mad that there's a photo of me kissing on the street in the same interview chloe talked about discussing sexuality with the older brothers trevor and colin who are both gay uh i was like i never actually asked you what it was like to come out hey you came out under a very religious upbringing because our family was very christian baptist what did that mean were you afraid what was your process that's such an actor question uh chloe opened the discussion as she filmed her latest movie the miseducation of cameron post in which she stars as a lesbian teen sent to a gay conversion therapy camp in the 1990s she's a method actor man mm-hmm. the film has been critically acclaimed even winning the grand jury prize at sundance uh what chloe's performance said to be her best ever she said the script had a special significance to her uh we grew up in the area in georgia where praying the gay away is a very real thing there were several people in our small town that apparently prayed the gay gay away and are now in fine relationship with their wives so the movie was quite close to home for a number of reasons when i was reading the script i always thought convergent therapy was kind of an archaic issue then we started to lift the lid and it was like the onslaught of information it's legal in 37 states and it's only illegal in other states for minors so it's pretty much legal in all of america that's an issue you know this is interesting on two fronts here one um i like i hope this isn't all like publicity and promotion i'm gonna take her at her face value and just say like she's out here just living her best life doing whatever she wants to do and that's Mm -hmm. cool Mm -hmm. two um this i think boy what was the other one the there's another movie too about gay conversion therapy coming out this that came out this year but it was a male so it's, it's i i wonder if more of these stories are going to start to be told now i think kind of so. like how people talked about how black film is going to have a resurgence under like trump's regime and in times of you know whatever art like kind of like excels in these times mm-hmm. i wonder if we're going to kind of get that with uh with gay art too because that's another marginalized group that is experiencing 
oppression and, re- right. and and regressive shit after eight years of having some level of support not saying it was the best level of support but having some level of advocacy allies and support in the white house and now the like hate crimes have gone up is that just going up for black people Mm-mm. you know so i wonder if we'll see art that reflects this as well and becomes more of a celebration and and something else i hope we see too and, and i've kind of seen it we'll see how next year goes it's also a resurgence of like mexican latinx hispanic type of movies coming out too uh because they're they're like an up like it is like targeted at, at, a, at like a lot of laws mm-hmm. are targeted that, uh, and things like that so i could see a lot more of their movies because like we've seen previews where i'm looking like i know there has to be a, sp- a straight spanish version of this like speaking version of this uh and so it's going to be interesting to see because they say when groups are oppressed it becomes a renaissance so i could see in, in a bunch of different modules you could just see all these movies and documentaries and stuff that pop up and win awards um went on paris jackson makes a statement in edgy stripe and floral ensemble at the versace uh, fashion show in new york city what she got to say uh was well not makes a statement um like she talked to people and made a statement like on the microphone they're saying her outfit made a statement oh okay she didn't speak but a fashion statement is what they call it karen okay Mm -hmm. uh she is the only daughter of the king of pop michael jackson and on sunday paris jackson's commanded attention in an edgy outfit that would leave any virgin burgeoning starlet jealous the 20 year old was just one of a slew of high profile celebrities on hand for the versace pre-fall 19 fashion show in new york city what statement do you think that that outfit is making 70s okay that's mm-hmm. the statement it's making okay mm-hmm. it's just the platform heels opting to make uh i think it's making bad acid trip is the statement it's making uh opting to make a memorable grand entrance the the actress and model rock the bold ensemble it mixed both the bright and dark colors and painted stripes with a variation of floral designs leaning heavily on contrast the pants hugged her womanly curves around her toned hips and derriere but flared out at the knee from the knees down the matching jacket tied around the waist and showcased her growing number of tattoos on her chest and arms that's crazy man i remember her and blanket was just chilling right to match the eye grab paris wore her dyed auburn tresses long but pulled back pulled it back off of her face with the exception of some hair that was left over her left shoulder she went heavy on the eye makeup to give off an almost gothic look but also contrasting with some subtle colors for her lips and facial foundation the star seemed to be enjoying her time posing for photographers before the event and inside the venue with other guests some of the a-list celebrities who made an appearance at the prestigious show include the likes of kim kardashian and husband kanye west blake lively Haley baldwin sierra and diane kruger paris was followed but followed in her has followed in her father's footsteps and begun pursuing a career in music she also has been honing her acting skills and is attached to the upcoming drama the space between oh good for her oh norman Rita showed up good okay good for him glad to see him doing big things um so yeah good for everybody glad to see paris mm-hmm. doing her thing right um um let's see her best life 
uh what else are white people up to oh this is a nightmare if you're a white woman uh-oh cindy crawford 52 wore the exact same after a friend on accident oh shit looking like you and chris there's nothing worse than uh as a white woman wearing the same outfit as a fucking model like it's not like you just wore the same outfit as like the other chick that also shops at fucking the gap or whatever you know at, at old navy right it's like out of all the fucking outfits that either one of us could pick i didn't talk to you you didn't talk to me this was not planned well i'm throwing in the extra element of it's also one of the hottest women on the fucking planet cindy crawford fashion model fitting at five foot ten or some shit right and you just you know what i mean like that's that's so that's of all the luck of all the fucking luck man um that's like if a man had a special shirt he picked out and pants or whatever and then fucking michael b jordan shows up in the same shit it's like <laughs> it ain't let me just take my underarm and go to fuck home I, right. like i see what it is player spider-man point at spider-man all right nah spider-man pointing at fucking venom it's not even yeah! gonna look the same cindy crawford has a massive closet filled with designer items due to her more than three decades in the modeling business but when she met a pal for lunch in new york city on tuesday afternoon the 52 year old becoming author just happened to wear the exact same thing as her friend sure the hell did and like you said she's so tall she's like hovering over her she's cindy crawford it's not fair there's not like the other one's not attractive or anything right she's gorgeous too it's just this fucking cindy crawford it's right just, <laughs> kind of shit is that cindy five ten cindy crawford like one of us gotta change it's not me right but when she uh the uh, the mother of uh kaya gerber shared an image from the meeting as she put her arm around her lunch date uh when you meet your friend for lunch and you are dressed the same noted the vogue model her power was not as a cindy who was an impressionable five foot nine but she had a similar winning smile and slim frame both ladies uh both ladies had on worn in denim shirts with white buttons and pockets on the chest and they both wore round pendant necklaces they also had matching matching gucci black leather belts which sell for around 450 dollars and similar skin tight boot cut jeans with high heel boots and the women had their hair down and the same wild lipstick on they were seen standing in the kitchen with wood floors and cabinetry her 3.7 million followers like it uh like it as some said 20 is winning and great taste yeah miss me with that bullshit don't you take no picture in my house in the same outfit looking better than me the hell out of here Cindy Crawford. <laughs> the same day she will see on the street in new york city in the same outfit next to her husband of 20 years rand gerber who was also in dark clothes the best friend of george clooney who he founded tequila line casamigos with was last chatting away on his cell phone earlier cindy took the instagram to share a fun photo of the gagosian gallery and before that she was seen climbing into a red suitcase uh before her travels began crawford has been a busy businesswoman um she recently launched ladder a lifestyle brand created by cindy lebron james arnold schwarzenegger and lindsey vaughn first of all i don't care what four people you get y'all not taking down goop so you might as well give up on these motherfucking mm-hmm. lifestyle brands you ain't coming for the queen the queen bitch has spoken and gwyneth is not coming up off of none of her coins so i don't care if you get the dream team of celebrities Mm-mm 
your lifestyle brand is not touching goop get down and lay down come on the health and wellness platform engages consumers with content community and personalized product beginning a level of simplicity and accessibility that is unprecedented in the health industry life is a workout is a recognition that there are so many other things in our day besides going to the gym that challenges mentally and physically she said whether it's helping my husband move a piece of furniture or being able to lift my own overstuffed carry-on bag in the overhead compartment by myself i want to feel strong and empowered she added like most of us in this crazy modern world the quest to find balance in its ongoing some days i get it better than others Mm-mm-mm. yeah i hear all that but don't you be wearing my damn same outfit <laughs> coming here stunting then talking about let's take a picture for the instagram so 3.7 million people could clown me are you serious what kind of friend is that they didn't clown her yeah they did i guarantee they just reported the nice comments well that's true i that's know there's a bunch of comments like look at that raggedy bitch trying to wear the jeans girl you stunting on her i know i seen the shade room i, I know how it goes down okay i know what the people say you know how the street. comment section goes mm-hmm all right story ratching this This is what they should have did when they realized they had the same outfit on. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! I didn't even talk about it, but um, Cardi B and uh, Offset supposedly getting a divorce, according to Cardi B. Oh, okay. Oh, I mean not not okay, but uh, it reminded me of that Casamigos thing. So okay, I didn't mean that in a bad way, but I'm like, oh nah you said it exactly how you meant it it's okay everybody thinks she can do better than offset it's fine but i mean that nigga be openly cheating and shit it's, i don't know what their arrangement is but i don't know it just seemed like she like a certain type of nigga and certain type of niggas is gonna cheat he just a, that type of nigga this is what it is good luck to all them and that baby that's involved now i hope it's a publicity stunt and maybe it's just to sell his album or something people were saying that i hope that's true or we whatever will, we will see you know you know people gonna dig so if it's real people will find the paperwork yep a nebraska state patrol trooper found an interesting object inside a vehicle friday after a traffic stop a homemade metal sword how do you home make a sword mm-hmm. i mean yeah you're right like how do you melt the metal and and uh according to information provided by the nebraska state patrol the trooper stopped the vehicle speeding on the highway around 1 14 in the morning during the traffic stop the trooper discovered the driver identified as eric nuss 39 of bayard had a suspended license according to an arrest affidavit white filed in kimball county court troopers located several glass pipes with they suspected had a uh, meth in them you don't say a black zipper container with crystalline substance inside that tested positive for meth hmm. and a large handmade sword with a sharpened blade during the search of his vehicle uh. nuss was arrested for driving under the suspension possession of meth amphetamine and uh possession of drug paraphernalia and possession of a deadly weapon with committing while committing a felony he was also charged with speeding and traffic infraction and a partridge in a pear tree uh i guess he was ready to nuss if he bucked nuss was jailed at the kimball county jail and he was arraigned on charges friday all right that's it uh balls divas tomorrow 
nerd office friday for premium people mm-hmm. um and then saturday is feedback show again so thank you guys for listening we appreciate y'all we'll talk to y'all soon until uh next episode love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.